Hello there. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with this, but this is the Monaco Grand Prix episode, and kind of like the Monaco Grand Prix, do we really remember much about the chaos that happened? We actually do remember a lot about the chaos, but remember nothing at the same time. Yeah, it was just somehow everything happened, and I thought it was the most memorable thing I've ever seen. And then somehow I also have already forgotten everything. What I just remember the feeling it left. It left an impression on me. And it was like it impressed your soul. I'm like the, the moon, and like a bunch of asteroids hit me, and I have the remnants of that, <laughs> but like they, they're long gone. It's just really what's left of the remains of the moon, yeah. the asteroids on your moon surface. Yes. I'm very, very um, great analogy right there. Thank Fantastic. you. Fantastic. It was, it was wild. It I was think wild. I expected nothing once again. Yeah. And it delivered something. I said, Oh, Monaco, it's going to be a parade. How cute. How cute in the nice, like, south of France. Yes, I'm aware it's a principality, but I'm still saying south of France because, mm-hmm. let's face it, they get the French's military to protect them. Yeah. There's a relationship there. It's like a CEO runs the country, and it's an American Connecticut man CEO. We are aware that he is Grace Kelly's son and technically only holds Montague citizenship, but when you hear him talk, he sounds like a Connecticut businessman. Yeah, and, and I feel like from people's stories, it sounds like meeting the CEO of the company. Yeah. He's like, how do you like the product? And they're How like, do you like beautiful. The they're like, it's stunning here. And you're like, you're welcome. There's <laughs> a sushi like, bar and a, <laughs> a steak and chicken. Yeah, yeah, this is part of my problem. Like, I feel like people are always like, oh, it's like the most beautiful like race on the calendar. Like Monica is beautiful. And like some of the buildings are properly, properly stunning. beautiful. Stunning. And they go by the casino. I'm like, that's beautiful. Yeah. But then like other times, other areas of the track, I'm like, why does this look like it's stuck in the 90s? Yeah. Why do I feel like this track <laughs> is like... Stuck in the, it's like stuck in the 80s, 90s, and like some of the buildings look like it's from the 70s and 80s, like that type of architecture. Yeah, like it's it's not as pretty on the track as it is off. No, and I think like people, it is a beautiful place. Like visiting it would be fantastic, but it's not like, yeah, we see some of the buildings and you're like, well, you go, we go. We pretend to be fake socialites. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our plan. Our plan. Fake socialites. And I don't know what the point is of being a fake socialite well, besides our, maybe a free drink. Yeah, our point is to, like, get men to think that we are extremely... Well, kind of like that Anna, you know, like the Anna interview Yeah, Anna. except, like, I'm not going to actually do a crime. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> We're just going to do light crime, <laughs> light fraud, light fraud, well, a sprinkling of fraud. frauding if, like, you do it for free drinks at a bar. I think that's just considered, like, Saturday night. Saturday. We would just be lying about our identity, but it wouldn't really be for a purpose. Like, we're not getting anything. No. We just want to pretend to be women of yeah. means. And then, like, when they find us out, we be like, we got to go to the restroom, and then we just never They come never back. find us out, though, I think. Yeah. I think we leave with an air of oh. mystery, and then we're like, the we're like the oh, that mysterious woman that I want to like, talk to. She was fantastic. And we go to the bathroom, and we just get out of there. We because, jump actually out of the because window. Because I think we actually wouldn't be able to hold on to the con for that long. No. I think we would come up with a lab identities on the walk over and like start using them and they'd ask us and questions the, and, and we'd we'll be, like, be like i gotta know about or like <laughs> they would show an interest in us and we'd be like that's unacceptable that's good actually day, good day that's and then, disgusting yeah and we go to the restroom we'd open a window and then we hop out of the window yeah and people would see us and be like we take off our wigs and then we blend back in yeah we'd be like boom boom sunglasses wigs and then we'd like get a vespa out and like zoom away exactly zoom out of them with the monaco tone yeah and that's my monaco dream that's a wonderful stream. I think it's a good I dream. Like it's it. more, honestly, I am as close to my dream as Charles is to his dream at this point. <laughs> Which is to say infinitely close and infinitely far. Yeah. 
since that boy i consider that he still has not broken the curse i know some yeah. people felt like he broke the curse because he finished the race yeah i thought he broke the curse i don't I think, think he's finished i because i think breaking the curse means he's first place because that's his dream ah uh, yeah that and is. i think the curse is still holding him yeah i, I think he, he broke part of it i think he's in step one of breaking his curse he like pulled out his little hex book and he can like check <laughs> off like the first item on it but he's still got like three left <laughs> he's totally got three little left what's the other three items he has to do to break the um, curse I you finish in second? Yeah, like at least like be on the podium at Monaco is maybe the second one. And I think like the final step is like win it. Mm. Win it, great conditions, no sketch. No sketch. Just like straight up win. It's like cause this time he was he he had he like broke it, but he was just so disappointed. He broke one aspect of it, but it's just like he didn't break the one he wanted. He didn't bring the one. So, so should we then like but since we Gave a little preview to the end, at least. Should we now Start scale back to Quali? Yeah. Because practice has happened. The only main thing was just Daniel. Like, I guess some of them crashed, but I just remember Daniel's. Oh, yeah. And like crash. the big controversy that came out of that. Like, it was oh, yeah. Crazy. Like, you oh, told yeah. me about it, and you're like, I was like, what? Like, why are people yelling about Daniel on the internet? And there was like the conspiracy theory. So I was like, McLaren hates him. They want him dead. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't think that's the, you were like, no. The way you explained it to me, like, no, I don't think that's the case, but okay, people. Oh. Yeah, it was, it was wild. And then it just resolved itself by the full radio being, like, actually brought put out into the world. It's like, they actually do care about his health. They, don't worry. They, at least his health. Yeah. They like, still like him as a person, even if I think their feelings about him as a driver may start to be dipping. Yeah, and that's okay. That's okay to ha- Love, have that happen. That happens to a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> that's to a lot of people in the sport. But yeah, so Quali happened. It was like, an, I'm trying to remember what actually happened in Quali, though. Um, normal things, and then not normal oh, things Checo very crashed at abruptly. The end, yeah, because yeah, Charles was like, um... Speed. I'm, I'm speed. I'm speed racer. Yeah, and he was going real fast. And I think it was followed by like Checo Carlos Max um, in the standings right toward the end of like, Q2 and everything. Um, yeah, and then Checo was like, how about if I spin in front of the tunnel? And then Carlos was like, how about if I join you? And I love how Max just like pulls up. And it's like just, the third one being like, what's happening over here? What's happening over here? Yeah, like, and then like Alonso randomly crashed at the same time in another yeah. part, and I didn't understand that. It and I'm so not weird. sure Lando understood. Yeah, Lando, Lando saw him and was like, why is everybody crashing? Like, yeah, it felt bad for like Chuckles crash because he lost the back, he crashed in, and then like, oh, Carlos he, hit he him. also got a red flag. I remember, I forgot about that one. Remember? They called a very like early red flag, and then they messed up Pierre. Oh, was in Q1? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see Q1. I came in. I think so. Yeah, because Pierre got a Q1 exit and he was really mad because I think it was Yuki got a red flag and they threw the red flag really early. I thought it was just going to be a safety car, but I guess like bits came off his car. So they wanted to like grab them. They're like, we got to have men on the track running after bits and pieces of the car in the most unhelpful, chaotic fashion ever. Yeah, as is every weekend. Yeah, because like I don't know why they can't get a fucking broom out there and just start sweeping shit up, but they're well, like, well, I use our little hands. Or you know, or you can have the broom, or you can be Squeegee Man. Oh, yeah, I love Squeegee Man, but he's later. He's later. So yeah, and so then they just ended it. So Charles got to be on pole with a red flag, but he didn't make the red flag. Yeah, for so that was progress, I think. Yeah, progress from twenty twenty one. He made the red flag. He got pulled. But he wasn't the red flag. For once in his Charles, life. you're not my red flag today. I still love that sign. I just, that woman, we, we shared something. You're like. She understood. <laughs> she understood um, this specific type of being a 
Charles, Charles Vanish person. Yeah, it's like I'm not sure. Charles, you're my red flag. Charles, you're my red flag. Because what does that mean? So many things. things. So many things to unpack in that moment. But yeah, so that was Quali. Yeah, and he was all jazzed because he's like, I'm on pole. Oh. Everything's looking up. And Checo was like, I just crashed and someone just hit into me. And that was Carlos. And yeah. then Carlos was like, oh no, I hit someone else. Yeah, he was doing his long stare. Because <laughs> I feel like every time they interview Carlos, or not every time, a long time they interview Carlos, he just like, especially when something bad is happening, he always looks stricken. He like, does. I feel like he just poses. He's he, like looking so upset into the distance. He looks like he could be on like... Um, like a poster of like a Spanish soap opera. Yeah, it's a soap he opera. He could be in a Spanish soap opera with his hair and his looks. Yeah. Oh my god! And like sometimes like his cheesy acting. Oh my. <laughs> and I feel comfortable judging him for his acting because that's not his main job. No, his main job. Is it's judging. not what he's doing to bring money home to the to the to the science household. Yeah. No, even though their father's probably extremely wealthy and yeah. Like the, the father did like. Is it Carlos Sainz Sr. is like I like how um when we finally get to Sunday, how his dad was there and everyone else was soaked to the bone. And oh, yeah. he had not a drop of no. water on his suit. It's like the rain just like and the rain said not for him. Not for him. He's too perfect. Yeah. He's too perfect to wear. was that place, his jacket was dry, and I'm was, like, he got force field. He's got a force field. I mean, field. realistically, I think he was inside one of the garages yeah. and then came out when it wasn't raining, but, but I love to believe that, that the he's rain. just walking midway through the field when it's like just pouring rain and like yeah. this droplets are around him and everybody's yeah. like how is this happening in the rain and he's got? just like it's just the rally factor it's just the rally factor the rain fears me yeah. i don't fear the rain yeah but so i guess then when we actually get to the the race the big day yeah and they keep on me it's gonna rain this weekend and i'm like no it's, it's not, not. Like, <laughs> it never rains and then it actually did rain and i had to take back some stuff yeah, it postponed the race for like 30 minutes. No, longer than 30 minutes. I think it was 40 like minutes, yeah. 45 minutes, somewhere in there. I don't know. I was sitting on my couch really going, so I could have slept in a little bit longer. Um, you were like, the rain should have told me it was going to be there. The rain should have told me it was here. And been like, I could have gotten four minutes, four minutes, four minutes, four minutes. Jesus Christ. 40 40 minutes. Thank you. You're welcome. To sleep in. But yeah. And so I feel like it was like, I like how it started off though it was like a little bit of rain. And then it was like a doubt. Where I think it was early on it was sprinkling and I figured, but it was like, why are we delayed? And like it got worse. Yeah. Brenda was complaining. He was like, just let him race. Like he always says. And then just something terrible happens right after he says that because he curses them. Well, I feel like his, I mean, not to be mean to Martin, but I think his attitude sometimes is just like would is there a chance some of them could get hurt yes is that a sacrifice i'm willing to make of course <laughs> i mean that might not necessarily be how he feels i'm sure in his head he's like oh like we've raced him worse it'll probably be yeah. fine the, um but it's not fine because like old fia when he was racing people were just dying left like, and right. live you die that ain't my problem live fast die young bad girls do it well yeah that was literally i assume the tagline of most of f1 history yeah. it wasn't like mia wasn't even around making that song but Fiat. like the, the, the vibes vibe. were already there yeah um but yeah which i find then interesting like because 
like obviously with long lane rain delay and the cars all went yeah. home and like there's just what those mechanics were so and i love that they so were bad. running because what is it about a rain delay that makes red bull engineers lose their shit and they, or no i think red bull mechanics yeah sorry, just start running because remember in spa the guy who wiped out inside the trailer yeah. who i'm pretty sure he went um he was hey like, don't worry about it bro like who, who will remember you wiping out in a trailer on tv there's so much other things that happened in the f1 season i'm sorry we remember it in perfect detail we remember you running into that little room and running just, into a folded chair wiping out on the floor getting up and running again yeah, being like shaking it off being like i yeah. did nothing nothing so no one yeah, saw me no and one i saw love me. that that energy was back yeah it was like where they were all running with their tires and i love it how apparently they had to run up a steep hill yeah. with their tires <laughs> to get to the grid and i love that one like the four tires like yeah. i forgot who his team was it and then like you know it's mercedes and the top yeah. tire like the top of folding yeah. fell off and someone had to go run after it someone was holding it and yeah. it felt so chaotic and i was like this is a multi-million dollar product and this is the shit we're being shown this is fantastic yeah. and i love how also apparently um yours capital um the williams oh, yeah. um man i don't know exactly what his job this is, is the first time i've heard of him i didn't I, know first he time i've heard his voice on the um radio and wow is it something it's an experience he seems like he like, I don't know. How would you explain his voice? How would a you vaporized, explain it? I don't know, a vaporized person? I was getting a little vaporized vibes where he's just like, I'm just here and I don't know how. But I love that he was apparently helping them push the tires. Because yeah. apparently you had to like push them up the hill. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, they were asking him, why were you helping? And it's like, I might as well. Yeah. Like, I might as well help. But I love that it's like, it feels like a Williams vibe where it's like, I didn't know why I'm here still. Yeah. But I find it funny though how they were saying that that's just like every once in a while there are weird things or you know PR people pushing your tires up the hill because I know. But I loved how all the VIPs were looking around while Ross was running because I feel like all their faces were like, Am I supposed to be doing something? I was like, Am I giving all the their phones but like looking around going, Everyone else is running and I don't think I have a job. I don't think But I, also like I feel bad, but at the same time this is my day off, so no. Yeah. So I don't feel that bad. Not that bad. But yeah, and then I love how they like they sent then they did like the little formation lab and then they said the vibe still ain't right out here everybody they go brought, home they like the rain got worse it got started pouring and they were like we gotta bring the kids in we gotta bring the kids in because they getting loosey-goosey out there yeah and like and i think i also heard something as well about how i think it well i'm using a lot of qualifiers in the sentence but i think this was something too about like their power having a problem like as well with like the type of the weather that was there? Yeah, that, like, the weather, like, also affected, like, their, like, power or something. So they were also, like, we need to delay this because we can't turn on some stuff. Which is, like, a valid... Oh, yeah, you told me, like, the rain, like, was so heavy it destroyed one of their power grids or something. And they or were, not, like... I don't think a power grid, but I think it, like, affected their, like, maybe a connection to the power to be able to turn on, like, the lights and everything. Uh. Like, the starting grid, like, in all... Like, the procedure that they press the button and then, like, it... It's go, go, go. Yeah, and so I think it was, like, affecting, like, the connection for that because, I mean, I imagine it's plugged in somewhere and so i guess that's also partially part of why they're delaying like yes waiting for the rain to abate a little bit and also trying to like i think reestablish like all like the power connections yeah. to make sure that everything was turned on correctly <laughs> like we can actually communicate with these idiots yeah but i mean i know like a lot of people are judging them being like why do we have white tires if like we don't even go out in the rain like this is an f1 like they're the best drivers in the world if they want to race in the rain we should let them so they can show off our skills but i feel like the call was weirdly validated when they did send them out and then like Lance and Latifi instantly yeah. crash and I'm like yes maybe I'm gonna be mean here maybe the upper 10 
we can say yes put them on wet tires send them out they yeah. probably can do it and it maybe would be interesting yeah. to like see then because a lot of them like they do feel comfortable in like changing conditions yeah. like some of them are even like i'm a good wet driver and like they maybe would like, like that turkey off. 2020 but, like, fantastic i think after a certain cutoff point in the grid those are the people the red flag during wet are for because yeah. they go these bitches they are gonna flag. crash yeah and, and i think it's for i think people think it's for everyone i think it's for the lower half of the grid that they don't trust out there and <laughs> if that's the reasoning they're right they are because because like, lance and latifi instantly crashed and then they almost crashed in the pit and lane. they crash during like dry perfect like beautiful perfect weather outside they crash even then. Yeah. They crash when... Oh, they just crash. They just yeah. crash. They get in a car and they're like, what are we going to do today? We're going to crash. And they're like, cool. It <laughs> sounds really mean, but yeah. it's kind of true. Like, they, I think they've well, almost, they almost crashed, crashed every in the race. Pit lane. They almost crashed in the pit lane. Two other people. And I think they've yeah. almost and, like, crashed I know with each other I know they're races. probably trying hard not to crash, but... But they can't. It's just... That's why I wouldn't... I'm like, okay, maybe, like, the red flag was not unreasonable if, like, that's yeah. instantly what they were going to do in the air. Like, yeah, most of the grid can hold it together. Yeah. But, like, there's 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 some of our outliers. It, there's the Lance and Latifis of the Who world. will take out other people. And I think especially in, like, a tight street circuit, like, as we learned from Formula E, like, you just need, like... Or even, like, qualifying. You just yeah. need two cars to block a turn. And then, like, everybody else is going to be in that turn yeah. with them because they can't get past them. It's not like they can it just, just drive everybody's drive drive yeah. around them so it's like yeah maybe they could have like gone a little bit earlier out of the red like wet like red flag thing but it's like they don't trust these boys yeah no like, and is it wrong no of what we've seen no it's not wrong it's right like they made the right call on them and then after that and they, i feel like it's too it's one of those things where it's like i'm never gonna be mad if you lean on the side of safety yeah like, like i'll be annoyed that like nothing is happening and yes. i'm tuned in and i woke up but i'm not gonna be like i hate you i'm never watching it because i i would rather you be over safe than under safe yeah. which they do as well yeah it's like sometimes via so i feel like i maybe have to do like positive reinforcement with them sometimes <laughs> Because I'm like, yes, we raced near an active missile strike. But also, you were being safe about rain. So maybe I have to compliment you on the Because maybe, po- like, you learn from, like, me saying good things about you to not do the active yeah, missile strike again. Yeah, because I like, you know, maybe I'll, like, tap into their feelings. And they'll be like, oh, it's a compliment. Oh, I love being compliment. I should maybe. I don't like criticism, but I like compliments. Oh, I love that. And I, I want more of them. Maybe if I stop doing the sketchy shit, I don't get- stop it. Like, people start complimenting me more. She could never. No, she loves She was shit. born in sketch, and she will die, die in, in sketch. sketch. There's no other way for her to exist but Literally, in sketch. because she's a complication. She's a complication. She's a mystery wrapped in enigma. <laughs> she <laughs> is Russia to Winston Churchill after um, the Second or, World War. Oh, Soviet Union, not yeah. Russia. But... It's you like, catch my drift. Yeah, where it's like she's just a complicated human being that Wizard Churchill did not understand. Yeah. Like, I still do this day do not understand Thea. Yes. She was born in Enigma and she will but die in But if you want to learn about the, uh, the birth of her, we did do an episode on it. Yeah, it was so. a special little piss stop. Please listen. Please check it out. So, but when we actually finally get to racing, when we 40 minutes, got out. it was like, it was um, Bert Mylander. It just started. I didn't realize. I think they even said well, like, it was oh. a rolling start. It was a rolling so start. Even I didn't really even realize it was a rolling start until like the, the lap started flashing and I was like, when did yeah. that happen? And even the Mark Brundle and like Crofty were like, when 
when did that happen? And we're like, same, girl, same when that happened. And then it was just like starting. And I was like, oh, I guess they, yes, pa- Papa, Mama Duck needed to get her babies out to make sure like yeah. she, they're like knowing how to swim in the water. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they were saying, Charles, you good? Marlon, was Charles, you good? Lewis, you good? You good, Monday? Charles was like, I'm never good. I'm never good. Oh, he wasn't good after this race. So we went. Charles was still P1. And then it was kind of chaotic. People were slip and slide. And people were slip and slide. Yeah, I feel like they were, they were losing the rears on some some things. Yeah, it was it was kind of chaotic. And then, like, it kind of... St- did, did it kind of stable? No, people start going in for tire changes. People start yeah, slapping Yeah, because they didn't want to be on the wets on. anymore. They're like, I want to be on the immediate. Should I be on a... Or and should then, I just wait on the wet and then go straight on to... The, oh. So it was a little bit of a tire game. Yeah. And then, like, Carlos was like, I always want to go straight to a um, hard slick. tire. Yeah, he was like, I want I a hard wait. slick. Hard <laughs> and then Charles did what they told him and then paid the price later. Yeah. Should we just skip to I've, other, I've, many things happened in this race, but I've forgotten some of them. Like I just remember, did Mick's um, crash happen before the Charles inc- incident? Yes, they triggered. The They're Charles. related. So anyway, so like we get probably like how how far did we get into this race before Mick? I like, think it was thirty laps. You think it was thirty. It was okay. thirty laps. We didn't. We, first of all, I think we should say we never really finished this race. Yeah, we, we finished didn't. on a time because it got so over time that they were, had to induce the other rule of like you just have it. We can't do laps anymore. You just have a time limit. To yeah, finish you it. have like thirty minutes to finish this. Have fun. Babe. They're like recess is over in thirty minutes. Make it yeah, work. Make it work. Make it make um, sense. But yeah, so some uh, things happened. Pierre was on a little like he was fighting people. He was doing his little overtakes. He, he was, was cute. Like, he was yeah, he was having a cute time. Well, he had to make up for his quality. Yeah, he didn't get to show himself off. He still didn't get to show himself off. Yeah, I do love though bad. how like during um one of the red flags, um he was in the garage and he has phone out. My mom's just like, I bet he's liking pictures. <laughs> but he's on Instagram right now. <laughs> but not liking Lando's pictures. Probably not. Um, oh, but yeah, but anyway, I'm going to skip ahead mm-hmm. to, um, so Mick had a little crashy crash where he broke his car in half again, which is again, a second time, you know, two for two. Yeah. Not? Who knew? Which is like weird. I feel like the, like a lot of times he breaks his car. It breaks in two pieces. Yeah. It's, it's a, a skill man. <laughs> he only has because it's only happened to Roman yeah. and Mick twice. Twice his car's broken, but this time at least he was better than mm-hmm. last time. Last time he got a concussion. This time, yeah. like he got out of the car and he was, was just a little shaken. He was just like, "What did this yeah, why happen? Did I, why is my car not a car?" And anymore? we got the marshals trying their best to yeah. really reel his second half of his car with the wing. They on really it. wanted it to work so badly. It was yeah, it was and then they realized that he had shed too many parts on the track, and so they then called their next red flag. Yeah, because they were like, "We need to fix the barrier." There's like he shed everywhere. We can't just have Men no, Charles was before. Charles was before. Charles was before. Now I'm remembering. Okay, it. we gotta go back to Charles then. This is all over the place. We're good, but we're gonna do this. It is. Anyway, just know that there's a red flag. Because I think it's important to know that the red flag comes after because that's where he stewed in his anger. Yes. He had to get out of the car after Yes, 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 yes. So earlier in the race, we're on the Charles narrative. Charles narrative. There's a lot of plot lines here. There's this is like what well, this is like an episode of Game of Thrones. And it says bloodthirsty as the episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah. So anyway, so Charles. Charles Plotline, we're following him now. Yeah, because he was like, oh, maybe I'm going to like be in pole. And says, Monica, maybe I'll just like stay in front like yeah. that. We start playing some games with tires and then it, we he got, loses. He loses because essentially Carlos wanted to wait until he could go on like slick hard tires, yeah. which they called box, 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 Carlos. And then they box, box, box Charles. And then right when Charles was in the pit lane, they said, oh, wait, JK, JK, please stay out. And Charles went, he dug deep 
in a level of French fury, I've never heard him scream on the radio, and it scared it me. It wasn't even a scream. He was just yelling. He was yelling. But it wasn't even, like, his normal, like, fighting for his life yelling. He was pissed. He, was, he looked like if he could jump out of a car and have his, like, French smirk face out and yell at someone. If his French smirk face well, could... smirk, sneer. Sneer face could be, like, a sound that comes out of his mouth. That would be the sound we heard on the radio at yeah. that moment. when Going, you bitches. Bun. You bitches, but... You like, screwed me. And Seb they, told me this would happen someday. Seb told me you would tell me something stupid and then say JK, and I didn't believe him, but now I believe everything that that man has ever told me in every moment of his life. I believe that those were not lies. Those were truths. But yeah, I felt so bad for him because he was so mad, and then that's kind of... He never really recovered from that because then he went down to fourth position... Um, and it's really hard to overtake still Yeah, because then at that point, like, the Red Bulls are pitted, so Checo was out in first, um, Carlos came out in second, Max third, and then Charles fourth, and he never really rebounded. And that was, like, the Yeah, and it was just, like, race. a strategy mistake that yeah. really cost him. Ferrari really said, come in and said, JK, stay out, yeah, right when they saw him, so and they did a double stack. And they did a well, the double stack was fast. I know, I was surprised it did so well, considering it sounded like they didn't know that that's necessarily where it was going but I guess maybe because like they were prepared they just didn't want to do it because something had changed but they didn't give him enough knowledge of when that was going to change and he really went he was in a French he was in a French existential drama (laughs) he was in a new wave French movie and he was in Jean-Luc and there was no joy in it it was just the existential he went through seven stages of grief on that radio and through that race and like he was anger acceptance denial I don't know what the other seven other stages are. Like rage, he went bartering, that. went through that um, acceptance. I don't think he got there. No, he got in the end because he if pretty he, much just said, "I'm used to being disappointed," which also feels like the end of a French movie. It does where if you he, just go, "I can't get the thing I want, and I guess I need to accept it because life is disappointing." As he smokes a cigarette yeah. in a cafe, as he watches his lover walk away. Yes, never to see her again. No, how heartbreaking. Well, yeah, but it also reminds me of how then during quality two, he also had a great radio moment where he was like, because I think it was when he was trying to go like, fastest lap and trying to get on P one. Radio done saying it into like the radio, like I I forgot the context was or something. Like they were telling him something, or he's trying to tell his engineer something. He was just like, "You're not listening to me. You're not listening to me." And I wonder every time their engineers like hear that, when they're like, "You're not paying attention." Their engineers just like, "I do hear you. I just don't care what you're saying, and it's not useful." It's like when Max tells GP shit and GP's just like, I'm going to put you on mute for a second. And GP's just like, that's not useful, interesting, or desired. Yeah. Well, that was Charles's moment. And then... And it never really got better. <laughs> it never got better for him. Because then when they threw the red flag um, a little bit later... We're back on Mick's storyline We're now. back on Mick. Yeah, Mick got the red flag. Popping back on Charles. Yeah. They all went to their little garages because they were going to hang out because the they needed to fix the barrier because he, Mick, had fucked up that barrier. Yeah. <laughs> and they needed to clean up a lot of stuff before they could go back out. So they were just sitting in their little red flag, chilling out. And so Charles had to get out of his car and just... I feel like just stood in that garage. Just like so they kept on zooming on his face and you could tell he was so mad and disappointed. It it got in a sneery level, but then it went from French sneer back to disappointment, back to anger. You felt he was looking for his vacancy, I think. He was, but he couldn't get to it. He was on a face journey and he he was was trying to get back to neutral. And he couldn't. He couldn't. Like there was too much going around in his brain. It was racking up those anger points. It was Mm -hmm. like if I spoke to Mattia right now, I would say I would get fired. I would get fired. I would get fired because my French would come out. 
Yeah. Even though he's not French, but he's that that sneer. Yeah. That sneer comes out and you're like, that's a French boy. Yeah. Well, I mean, Arthur, Arthur said I'm pretty much as French. Yeah. So his own brother ruined it for him. After all, his years of groundwork of being like being Monegasque is different and special. And then Arthur, his younger brother, who had the same exact voice as him, yeah. which is deeply confusing. And confuses him, too. Confuses Charles well, as well. Of course it would confuse him. <laughs> of course. He hears him. He's like, is that me? No other like person could tell me that. And I would believe that as deeply as Charles telling me that he get, he gets confused when he hears his brother's voicemails, thinking that... Did it leave a voice memo? Oh, no, it's my brother, Arthur. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, I feel like he never recovered from that. No. He just had to live with that. It's because it was just like... It was almost like, you know, like if you broke up with your ex, but you're still both on the lease together. And so you just have to, like, be in that room with them making it work. Oh, yeah. He was in the room with his ex. He was in a room. And he had to wait for that lease to time out. And his ex was Ferrari, but he still has another three to four, five year contract. Yeah. He still has like. Well, I mean, he he got to at least leave the garage. That's true. When they went when they went back. And at that point, they were like, we're on a time now because we run out of time. We did not expect this to take this long. Yeah. Because I think it's something like you have to do it in two hours, and they were way over because of all the red flags. Yeah, because then. But you know what? At least back, they race. They like on point. They did. Still better than Spa. Still better than Spa. Yeah. And I think on the restart, the main thing I just remember is Alonzo ruining every single human being's day. Oh my day. God. Anybody start, like. For what? For what? Starting P7, he ruined everybody's day. He ruined Lewis's day. He ruined his own teammate's <laughs> day. He ruined Esteban had a five second penalty because he had a little scuff before with. Uh, Lewis. Lewis. Right? I think he, he, broke the front wing of yeah, Lewis Yeah, because Lewis bit. was like, he brought his Prissy bitch energy. Yeah, because, which like, gets penalty. shit done. Penalty. And they were like, yes, Lewis, you were right. And he was right because like Esteban, but Esteban also was like, I committed a minor war crime, okay? Yeah, no like, one died. Like, I didn't even remember this war crime. Yeah, I didn't it even remember. It was so delicate it that... Was, I've done so much worse. Yeah. I've got someone almost like... I, I like, almost got in a physical fight, guys. Fight, but I would have never fought him. I just wanted him to get like screwed over a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like when he almost fought Max, but I he just wouldn't want him to Max. go to Marshall School, and he did. He took Max to Marshall School. He really screwed up Max, and that's like the power that Esteban has, and I love but it. Yeah, he ruined everyone's day. Like everyone down, only six people were safe from Alonzo. Yeah, and even then, you could argue that Alonzo was still messing them up because they had to go through the back markers. Yeah, and like I felt bad for it. Like Esteban needed that five second buffer, and like if he was up there, he could have gotten it. And poor Lewis was just like, I don't <laughs> care. I'm dying. <laughs> Get me out, coach. I'm dying. Why the fuck am I still here? And then Lando had a good, though, race. Yeah, he got really fast at the end because he put on his new tires. Because the only reason Alonso helped was Lando. Yeah. And I don't think. And George. He helped Lando and George. And and I don't think he would. He did it on purpose because. He was just. His grandma brain was like, I'm going to ruin everybody else's day. Yeah, and didn't realize he was actually helping people out. Maybe that would have gotten him further ahead. I was like, hey, you're actually helping George, Lando, and everybody else. And And he'd be like, no. 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 Daddy would be like, no, can't help anyone. Get yeah. by. I'm going to crash. You guys yeah. get by my carcass. I'm crashing. I'm go. crashing. Go. Red flag will ruin everybody's go. day. I'm Just go. Red. Go. Get past me. Get past me. Get past me. But yeah, no, because he put on his fresh tires and he got so close to George he in the did, end. I almost tried to get him. But the real person I was um, waiting to see if they are going to do it was still Carlos. I yeah. thought he was going to oh, pull yeah. it off because... 
I mean, I, I like Checo winning. That's fun to me. But I want to be right about Carlos because before the race started, I put out my premonition oh, to others, premonition. which was that like, I was like, oh yeah, I bet Carlos, if he's going to win a race, he's going to win this one because no one would talk about him. And this was even before the rain and everything because I was like, wouldn't it be the most Carlos moment of all to have your first win at Charles's home race? So people are still talking about how Charles didn't win and not about how you won. They're distracted by the curse of Charles to not talk about you. And then after everything that happened in this race, like the rain, the red flags, the nonsense, the everything, I'm like, wouldn't this be the perfect... And the fact that like they weren't even going to do the full lap count. They were going to finish on the time. Yeah. And I'm like, this would be the most Carlos win ever. But I feel because like that's the most Checo win ever, though. Like this one, it feels like the opposite. But like, to have your Checo. first one, though, be so chaotic that people want to talk about everything else. That's true, but I feel like Checo's the last two times he won was like the first time was in Abu Dhabi or was it Bahrain? Um, it was Bahrain, Bahrain because it's engine. Abu Dhabi. He got on the Christmas card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the that was the worst one. That was like he. Santa I love that card. It was, it was a fantastic beautiful. One. It was fantastic, but no, it was like the first first one was Bahrain. His yeah. engine was like he just went from P nineteen up to P one, and people were like, "How the fuck did you do that?" And then like Azerbaijan was the second one where like Lewis and Max just like. Their cars died. Their cars died. Their cars really went like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, Goodbye. Sorry. sorry. And then like this one just like top tier was like the yeah, most chaotic. Yeah, top tier tomfoolery. Tomfoolery. He wins it. But it would be funny because like now everybody's talking about like Checo because this is the yeah. first time a Mexican yeah. man won. Like Carlos though? No one would talk about him. It would have been funny because no one would talk no. about him. Like everybody would have been like, okay, it just finished. It's finished. Because you would just show this man a Ferrari winner, but yeah. not Charles. And not Charles. what we talked about was not Charles. Yeah. It would be because Checo is his own flavor. Yeah, Checo is his own. He is a man who in I want. He's not middle aged. He's thirty, but like in the he world has a of sport, middle aged man. He does. He has three kids. He has a soul of a middle aged man. And in by sports numbers, he is middle aged. But he's like bloomed into his career. He's like coming in like he wasn't doing great, but he's matured. He's like you know he doesn't took, feel the need to fight children as much. Yes, he didn't feel the need to punch children across the track. Yeah, he doesn't have that long energy anymore you he doesn't he have, let it go i think he let it go now that alonzo's realized, back he didn't he didn't need to wear the crown anymore because alonzo was like hey the queen bitch is back and i need my crown and he was like here you go yeah. i actually don't want it it was actually toxic i think i was about like it wanted me to kill a lot of people around it me. wanted me to kill esteban yeah and i didn't think i like, didn't think i really disliked him that much yeah, but i just he had to die yeah he was annoying string being but i didn't feel like murder was needed but he kept on telling me to kill yeah, it's like the ring. Yeah. He had to, it was like he had to give the ring back to, to the Gollum. He had to give the one-two ring back. He had to give it back to Alonzo. <laughs> and Alonzo went, I'm strong enough to wear this. Like my I don't feel the need to kill specific people. I just want to I kill. disperse it. I disperse the killing like around Fetty. everybody. <laughs> and he's like, you're weird. You're weird. You're crazy. But yeah, but it just somehow, like, everything happened. Every, Every possible thing. And then we got the Monaco Royal family at the end. We yeah, got but Checo not Celebr- Prince Pierre. Not Prince Pierre. So if anybody doesn't know, there is a Monaco prince, Prince Pierre, of course, related to Grace Kelly. I think he, that's his grandmother. And it was Yeah, like, I think he's like the daughter's One of the daughters. Son. Yeah, I don't know. He's, I think son. it's it's not the direct line. I think it's one of the sidelines. Mm. But like they're, they, yeah, but it's from Grace, same gene pools, not like the Albert. Yeah, not the Albert, and like he's just so good looking. He's the best looking of all. He is. I have really low expectations for the appearance of royalty because you know the inbreeding finally got to them after all the years, and there's always some families that like look look decent. 
Yeah. And, and like the, he he's he's on the decent ones. Yeah. It's if like, you look at him and you go, that's a that's, that's a person. A, that's a handsome looking fella. In yeah. the words of my mother, Grace Kelly brought beauty to the family. Yeah, she tried. She tried. She brought she, she was our in, princess and she tried. She really got Monaco out of po- like a terrible like economic situation yeah. by bringing Americans to the French Riviera. And people don't respect us enough for that. <laughs> I just find it funny though how that's like the history of the country kind of though is like they're in bad they're in bad times or like close to it and then like they marry a princess from another country going can I have your military and your money can I have your money it's and a sugar baby state they did because like they asked her for two million dollars to bring down a dowry for her and her dad was so pissed off he's like a he's like a like a midwest like a dude from like massachusetts or connecticut wherever he's she from was from connecticut. he's from connecticut don't get, do not mistake the different new england states so they're sorry. very different i'm so sorry i'm so sorry please apologize to connecticut massachusetts for me yeah. please apologize i mean to they're from connecticut they're their own thing yeah i would say they're barely part of the new england group I see. I see. This the, is my take. My, this is your hot take of the I don't situation. Know if it's hot. I think people would agree with me. They're like pretty much New York. Okay, I can see that though. They like want. They want. They to want be to more be New like York. New York they than do. like the rest of us. But they like do. that's their problem. It's Sorry, their problem. I have a lot of things about Connecticut apparently. But no, when it was like coming in, I was like, he. Ha- I think Prince Albert's family, like the Vonnegut's family, asked like, you have to bring like a two million dollar dowry, and he was like, why the fuck are you like, You're already getting my beautiful daughter. show-stopping daughter. Why the fuck do you need her money? Yeah. Are you guys poor? Are you guys sad? Are you guys need American <laughs> like, is money? My as my daughter are you guys uh genteel poverty yeah are you guys actually actually need like do you guys need help like you guys really need two million dollars from like my daughter and it turns out like he her inheritance he's just used to pay and then like didn't she had really inheritance yeah from her daughter her father was very actually kind of not extremely wealthy but he like had his own business and started his own business and had like a really she came from so is, that the, is that the going rate of a princess title is two million dollars in kind 1950 of. whatever and 1950s. I don't know what it is with inflation, but yeah, like, what's the with the inflation? What the going rate of the why should of the principality? You know, I'm, gonna, um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make a ballpark estimate. I wonder if that'll be like 20 million now. You That's can do not a law with you can do a law with 20 million. A but I also, also at the same law. time, I've done no calculation on this. I'm making a ballpark estimate. Inflation, as especially currently, and with the rate of inflation, I am not accurate on that statement. I need to put that preference as an economist. I'm not. I'm not accurately providing. You've not anyway looked at number. numbers. I'm not done a calculation or accurately looked at a number. Well, I'm you just can doing add one ballpark. later. Yes, I can add later. Editor Yvonne here. So I did look this up and. 2 million from the 1960s in today's dollars would be close to 19 million. So my estimate of 20 million was kind of correct, which I think that constitutes me to be a genius. But you know, you live and you learn. You can't always be as great as me when it comes to estimating inflation across a 60 plus year period, you know. But on that note, I'll take you back to your regularly scheduled broadcast. But no, like that's what he asked, and the father was angry, and she had to pretty of much. Of course, yeah, and I because would be too. They were getting a princess. princess, and it was like, do you really need our money to? Or get I a- don't know, or is that just how royal marriage works? Was it like she needs to put something down, otherwise, like so. the rules don't apply? But he, they literally were getting Grace Kelly. Yeah, the, like, I love though the documentary. 
that they oh, made yeah. about her getting married. They're pretty much trying to explain what Monaco is to the American public. And I think it is a fascinating it historical is. lens to it's look like, through. It was like this little island. Yeah, this little Not place. island, but little place on the With coast. With the harbor. And here Grace is coming in on a boat. You look at how beautiful she yeah, is. Yeah, and I just found it so fascinating just, like, how in 1950 they were trying to explain, like, different parts of the world to, like, an American audience. And yeah. also, in a way, do subtle tourism. Yeah, because it To worked. be like, have you heard of this place? No, you haven't heard of this place. Do you want to hear about it? Grace lives there now. Yeah. We have an American starlet living there. Do you want to go there? Do you, you want to go? go there? Look at, look at this beautiful little harbor. Look at all of this. Like, you can stay at a hotel. You can go to a casino here. Look how glamorous it is. Yeah. And it worked. And the American upper middle class like save monaco that was my hot take <laughs> we gotta throw out a couple yeah and now an a connecticut businessman oh yeah really he, runs a country yeah the small prince Bradley, not country yeah. but that was really that went off the rails we didn't even talk about like then the race check was just one yeah we were happy we were, we were happy. static it would have been funny you're right if it would have been funny if yeah Carlos Thomas almost got it and i feel like he like backed off so much and it's like i get it because like his yeah. tires were starting he almost to wear crash down. too yeah he almost crashed into the back of checo because he had max like right behind him and i think max was trying to do the same thing that carlos was doing which was trying to force checo into an error because checo's tires had already yeah. started to go off so it was kind of a thing of like if he it was he was trying to like they're playing chicken yeah. of like who's gonna fuck up first and Chico and like, was I like, I got like, nothing to lose. Yeah, and I feel like that's kind of the energy I want Carlos to have, even though, like, I understand why he was, like, second's good. Like, I'm in a championship. I need to yeah. keep the points. And, like, my tires are also going off. And, like, it is dangerous to try and pass him. Yeah. So there's not a lot of overtakes. And if I fuck up, like, Max is right behind me and he's going to take my place and then we're going to get third. And, yeah. like, that's not great. But I want him to bring gremlin energy. And I want I him to say double or nothing. I'm doing double jeopardy, everything or nothing. I'm either gonna like lose all my money. I'm gonna bin it or win it. And I wanted to see win it or bin it energy just to finish off this. Why not? Maybe just to be like, just send it. Like, send you, or you could also take out Checo and then Charles gets second. The team is getting points. I mean, you're not gonna get a point, but you get to go back to Ferrari going, I committed a war crime for I you. I threw it on the table. Yeah, what can you give me? Like, huh? I, look, I I went down swinging. I yeah. said, I'm either going to be incru- I'm gonna be a hero or I'm going to be a zero. <laughs> and do you think that's funner to bring to a meeting? Being it like, is. I was going to be hero zero. It's like I'm, Although brain. I'm sure like your team probably is like, I would just like six points. I would like some points. Please yeah, like Lando when he got bored. When he was just driving by himself in six. And he was just like, what are we doing? And they're like, eh. Nothing. You're dying. Nothing. You're dying. Oh, he, was, he wasn't dying. In this he was one. dying less. Less on this race. He was doing well. He was just chilling, and he was like, "I can do this." Thank you, Daddy. Yeah, Alonso. and I love that he got um, fastest lap from the race because he um, pitted because Alonso gave him a pit window. Yeah, and I love that after the race they were like, "Oh yeah, Lando, like fastest lap," and he's like, "Yeah, first one," and they were like, "It's your fourth. <laughs> And I love how some people were just like, we should just make a girl the grid that's just Lando trivia and just see what he knows about himself. I wish I think be a great girl the girl the grill the grid concept that is just make up trivia about the drivers and have their fellow drivers and oh, themselves try and answer it. That would be brilliant. because they would know nothing, and then yeah. there'd be one person who would know everything, and then they, and then they get to be like. Why are you so obsessed with me? It would be Seb, and it wouldn't be confusing, though, because it's Seb. They'd be like, of course, Seb knows everything about me. Seb knows where my birth certificate is right now. I don't. <laughs> Seb also knows my social security number, which I'm a little concerned, but at least I can trust Seb knowing wh- what it is. Yeah, either that, or I think... 
Because, I mean, the current Girl to Grids are pretty good. I also think it'd be fun if they did a Girl to Grid where they made teams. Oh, like with the drivers? And yeah, like- but they're not on the same team as their teammate. They oh. make, like, little groups of four. Oh, that's And they fantastic. have to, like, go as a team against other teams. They would do great And I would that. love it because I would love to see a team fall apart because it's, like, two idiots and two smart people. The two smart people are like, I can't carry you. I want Lando and Charles on team. But like, I feel like Charles would get super competitive. With, like, Botas. Oh, poor Botas. <laughs> so the Botas would just, like, have, like, his head down on a table going, I can't fix them. <laughs> oh, yeah. He'd be like, I don't know what to like, do Like, I want that. them to play games against each other and just Come Slowly deteriorate into chaos. Yeah. Into Lord of the Flies and someone's holding a pig head at the end and they don't know how. Yeah, I want to see weird group dynamics emerge. Yeah, oh, that would be fantastic. It would be like a little social experiment. Yeah, I would just love to see them face off because I feel like it would break some of them to have to be on a team. Alonzo with Alonzo with Lewis, and Lewis is just vibing in the corner, and Alonzo's like, why don't you notice me, senpai? Even though you're younger than me and I'm older than you. Yeah, I just feel like there would be so many fun permeations. I would love to just see a group of four people just collectively realize they know nothing. Oh, that would be wonderful. And just have them do just like little challenges and together be, as a group and, and they wouldn't be able to do it. And Seb's team would win because Seb would be like... Because he would be dragging that team. He'd be dragging that team I don't know, like you think you'd have, to, you'd have to give him like a handicap? Would you have to give him Charles? <laughs> you have to give him Charles and Lando and Daniel. Yeah, that's the handicap is he has to work with those three. <laughs> and he has to... Well, you can't give him Daniel because it's the same team. So you yeah. would have to give him Charles, Lando, and who's the other one could you give him to give him a handicap? <gasps> You can't give him George. That's Latifi? too strong. Yeah, I can see Latifi. Yeah. He can't cute. give him Alex. Alex maybe knows stuff. And they would have yeah. too much fun. Yeah, they would enjoy each other's company. Yeah, I would just love to see weird groups of people I haven't seen together. Oh, that would be fantastic. It'd be even better if they're like not even people who hang out. No. Maybe Lando and Charles are too close. That's true. We need to Put them on different teams. Yeah. Split up the quartet. Give some like give someone Chow. We can get Chow because I feel like we haven't really known too, so much about him yet. Yeah, I want to see weird group dynamics emerge. Yeah, we should. I want group F1. projects. Let's listen to this. Take I the want note. group projects. Give us a group project because I think it would be so funny. Fantastic. Yeah. Has I them. want people phoning other people, going, "Wait, maybe this person knows the answer." I want people phoning past drivers to ask them trivia questions about themselves. <laughs> I'll be like, "Hey, Pops, I want someone to call Jensen and be like, hey, Jensen, remember when you were in this race?'" Oh, and so Lewis has to call like Nico. Yeah, be like, "Hey, Nico," and he like remember? he like answers the first call. <laughs> He's yeah. like, "What? Did you do you want to talk about our relationship?" He's, He's like, "No, like, I, just, I have a question. No, I just want to win something that's meaningless." He's like, this is like, our relationship is meaningless to you. And so it slowly devolves into yeah. like, no babe. Yeah, and they no, like, love hang, you. he hangs up on him. He's like, actually, I'm just going to call Toto. Toto that, probably remembers. I'm going to tell you. Like, that was weird. <laughs> yeah, I, I just want weird phone affronts. I, I think maybe Girl Girl could also add phone affront. Oh, okay. Should we do a. I want people to go through their phone contacts going, who can help me? Who can I I want sit? someone calling Alan Prost. Going, I have his phone number technically. I want Esteban calling him. Colin, I think he'll pick up. I think and Alan will pick up. Alan will always pick up. He does three hearts for his children when he posts something on Instagram for them. And it's the most cute. Heart when he has one for his dog, it's a heart. His daughter, it's a heart. He loves his children. It's always three hearts. When all three hearts. Is that your favorite thing about him? It is. It's adorable. It's like he's a 60 plus year old man and he throws three hearts when he posts a picture of all three of his children. And if his dog's in the, the picture with his three children it's four hearts it's important to give your dog an extra heart it's like four hearts my loves okay. 
Well, we, this, we're not even talking about Monaco anymore. Yeah, we're we, talking we, about we how I could improve F1, so F1 um, media challenges. It's fantastic. I love that idea. Thank you. You like a lot you. of my ideas, and that's both the <laughs> best part of our relationship and also probably one of our um, worst dynamics of our relationship. Because we just enable each other. Yeah, we think all of our ideas are good ideas. Yeah, we think we're brilliant. Ergo, we're in one right now. Yeah, we're in an idea that we said, let's try. Yeah. And like, we're still doing, we're deep into this idea. We're like, a, quite a few episodes actually very deep into this idea, and it's working out wonderfully for, for us. us. It's, we're because having a great time. Anyway. Okay, so, so I guess... next time is Baku. Yeah, Azerbaijan. See if it's a thank you Baku moment. Thank you. Oh, I love Baku. It's always great. But yeah, no, follow us on Instagram. Follow mm-hmm. us on Tumblr. Yeah, we're by the same name, Behind yeah. the Formula. Behind the Formula. Sometimes we post things. Yeah. You can listen to our episodes also on Spotify, at also wherever you find podcasts, because I don't know, it just... I don't know your life. I don't know your life. I don't know where you listen to things, but please listen to us if you want to. If you have a few minutes in your day or 30 minutes in your day or 30 plus minutes in your day. I don't know. We have we have a wide variety of times. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye.